Hey, my loves. All right. So, I'm back in the building, y'all. I'm going to check myself in the mirror. Hair done. I'm about to get out of this dress. I'm waiting for my food to get here. Um, I'm ordering from one of my favorite restaurants, Luna Grill. I've usually gotten their falafel bites, but this is my first time I'm going to be trying their salmon plate. Because my go-to for salmon is uh, California Fish Grill. Mm. California Fish Grill, y'all. I'm telling you, the way they prep their salmon is like chef's kiss. Okay. So, but this time I got a falafel, a falafel plate with some tzatziki sauce. Gonna try the salmon. Got my protein in. And then, um, usually, like, whatever. So... But I wanted to come on here and kind of just add a little bit more flavor to, to some of the themes that are going on for this week and the, the, the time frame that we're in. Um, this is off of the heels of one of the women content creators that I kind of low-key used to listen to, but I, I've learned not to let things divide me, especially if it's for a win. Again, it could go back to my basketball days. You know, I, I don't necessarily have to like everybody on my team. But listen, if we're playing offense and defense or we have a game, when they fumble that bag or fumble that um that ball, it's game time. <laughs> you get that ball and you play to win. So that's the way I look at it. It's kind of like, I don't, like I said, I don't necessarily agree with everything or all the angles. But at the end of the day, I understood that when you started to unpack it and you got to see it live in living color, I think it's still up. You should be able to go and watch it if you wanted to. What it means on the grander scale of things, and you got to see a little bit of the black girl magic, hated her, you know, and I know probably of all people, if to say that was black girl magic, she's going to be like the most pissed about it, but you got to see what makes a woman be in her element. I talked about one of the things I love about being a mature woman I would take this version of me over the, you know, gawky, skinny, 18, 19, 20, 21-year-old any day, all day, every day. Because <laughs> the phone slipped out of my hand. Um, because it's like uh, I... I I can navigate the way I need to. Now, let's get into the topic because I already know what I want to title it. I already know that I'm going to title it about the beauty of a, wo- of a woman having her prerogative. I talk about how you get to a point where you realize that you're, you are remembering your higher self, that you you... There are things in life that are going to help you remember who the F you are. Um, and sometimes things have to happen that evoke that like remembrance. Like there's a part of me that that came here to do this or to, to experience X, Y, Z. And this is about re- reminding you. That the beauty of a woman, there's there's a phrase that says, it's a woman's prerogative to change her mind, right? And one of the analogies the content creator was talking about was, when you start to tense up, that's how you break. 
And so like, even with women being quote unquote circular, um, we're able, we should be able to bounce off of things and we should be able to, I think that women, and I, and I was talking about how I saw this in my niece and it gave me an opportunity to reflect on myself and think about how many times I've tried to be the nice girl in a dog eat dog world. And we've talked a little bit about how these men are really, when they, when you talk about they're the emotional ones and they're the ones who rest in their femininity. I talk about how they will move the goalpost all day, every day. But women, we want to be straight and narrow. We want to be principled, quote unquote, principled. We want to be kind of like, if it's, if it's, this over here, then it's that over here. That's exactly how you end up with Old Testament and New Testament, meaning two completely different things and being having completely different context, right? But it's kind of like the women's equivalent of that is having your own prerogative. And so that allows you to not have to be pigeonholed. I would like to be like, I would prefer for a woman to say, you know what, let me switch my mind on this. Let me change my mind on this. Let me upgrade myself, upgrade my, my software way of thinking, you know, because even when I think about, um, y'all, we have some drama at this one place I go to. I told you people who make more money, they low key, like move way different than the rest of us. But, <laughs> but, um, some things are, are at the end of the day, we're all human. We all have human behavior, but, um, there's a lady that has like MLM stuff and she's the one trying to sell me the Kanga machine. But me and her are kind of like, I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> you're not going to say and do certain things to me and then still expect me to buy a machine from you. Um, and I did do my research on, on the quote unquote machine, but I'll go so far as to buy it from someone else before I buy it from her just for the principle of like, you can treat other people like that, but you're not going to treat me like that, right? So, but when I was chatting with one of the, the um, ladies there, she was telling me about her water filtration system. And one of the things I loved about the water filtration system is that they are constantly being innovative. They're constantly upgrading the stuff. They're constantly looking for ways to make it, you know, yes, there's water filtration, remineralization. And then you learn that, it, you know, anytime you're working with water, you want to have it in a metal container as opposed to plastic. And you want to, you know, um, make sure the water even runs through copper pipes, right? And what it means for the overall, for your health, for the, you know, sustainability of whatever system that you have. And so if you just have this one machine that the other lady was telling me about, like, there's been no upgrades. You're holding the L on your own if it breaks, um, it's clunky. Um, they don't have anybody to install it for you. Like my parents waited 45 days for the guy to come and tell them what part they needed for the, to install it. And then when he came to the house, he still didn't have the right part. So my dad just went ahead and figured it out on himself in like less than 24 hours, got the stuff up and running. And it's kind of like, that's how women need to be. Like, Let's not, I talked a little bit earlier too, like this is how you know it's kind of themes, right? We're getting downloads and we're getting themes all at the same time. Are we getting the assignment? Do we understand it? So remember I talked about how earlier, uh, late last week I got triggered into the whole, you know, the, the, the phrase that came up is kind of like, oh, you have to use pretext to have context, which is something I was conditioned and programmed to regurgitate 
coming out of religiosity, religiosity, okay, out of religion, a man-made construct, right? And so, but I also think that um, there there are some people who are opposed to innovation. Innovation has very much to do with femininity because we're always looking that that's we really, you know, they say it's a man's world, but it's hella better with the woman in it because you could just live in a house with a roof over your head and have running water. Right. And that's how you end up with these bachelor pads. But with women, I mean, you even have to acknowledge that there is a feminine element in the fact that we have a cell phone. If you leave it up to these men, you know, that tell us that they built stuff way back in the 1800s and ain't built ish since then. Meanwhile, we have women up in skyscrapers, welding, architects, engineers, astronauts. When's the last time you heard of a black man going to the moon? I'm just saying, like, you know, they, they're getting ready to send off six more women. But at the same time, too, it, there's beauty to it, too, because like the Elon Musk guy will build it you know, type of a thing. And then we get to experience, they're, they're going to get to a point, I believe in my lifetime, where you um, not only can you be able to space travel. So you'll be able to go on that like half an hour ride up into the atmosphere and come back down type of a thing that this is that's that's going to be the new um, venture that we're going to be taking on. But um what I wanted to say is, you know, there's so much beauty in a woman having her own prerogative. I want us to celebrate that and I want us to thrive on that. You know, if they move the goalpost, it's your prerogative to, to change your mind and they can't hold it against you. They cannot hold it against you. And I feel like um, it allows you not to be pigeonholed. Right. Because what happens is sometimes they do understand us or know us better than we know ourselves. And we kind of have reversed roles. So we try to be, you know, the nice, sweet, kind, you know, loving, nurturing person. And what do they do with that? They exploit it. You know what I'm saying? But if you if you tell somebody, look, if you're going to move the goalposts, I will skip dance and trance and all prance all over this the goalpost. Try me. Try me. But what we try to do is they'll move the goalpost and we'll be like, that's not fair. You move the goalpost. It's supposed to be over here. No, huh? If they move the goalpost, dance around it, twerk around it, you know what I'm saying? Like prance, dance, do your thing, you know, and then move it to where you want it. You know what I'm saying? Like, Let's not, a woman's ability should be able to be fluid. And and even like, okay, so the Virgo side of me, for those of you who are with me, you know, you kind of understand how I'm going to weave in what I learn about health and wealth and how they tie into some of the other things that we see. So today, um, one of the, there was a guy talking to some, some ladies and stuff and he was trying to show off. And that's why I told you, like, you know that the, what is it? Fading bald spot guy. He... I don't really think he has as many women as he says he does because when you're around men and around, you know, basically ex-wise, if they have women in their life, they're going to flex. Oh my gosh. It's to the point where I told you guys there's a sugar daddy at the one of the places I go to 
girl, when I tell you I got all the tea, but what is kind of messed up, I feel bad for the girl. So he's paying her $5,000 a month and he goes and he tells all the men in there and you know how guys are. It feels like high school 2.0. He's like, it's like, yeah, she gives good head, blah, blah, blah. Well, apparently her husband knows about it and he had, oh, child, I'm, I'm, let me stop. Let me stop. Let me stop. You're doing too much. You're doing too much. Okay. Okay. So where was I? So yeah, I was talking about the fading ball pattern guy, right? I, listen, but a girl is not going to know, like the, the girls that were there, they weren't going to call him out on the, the BS because one, I have three brothers. Two, I've seen enough about them. If they have women in their life, they're going to flex, okay? And the way he answered was just not showing that, that, that type of thing. But even like when... um. There was something I wanted to say about moving the goalposts and stuff like that. Yeah, just don't don't allow yourself to be pigeonholed. I want us to celebrate that more. If they move... Oh, I remember what I was saying. So one of the places I was at, the guy was flexing on these women, right? He was trying to celebrate his life, you know, that lifestyle. Because some of the places I go, they, they you have to have a certain amount of, you know, means um, to be able to do that. And so... He was talking himself up and about his profession and whatnot. And so the girls were like ooing and cooing and eyeing. And he's just eating it up like, you know, type of a thing. So then he is in the medical profession, but he was saying part of the reason you wake up at two and three in the morning is because you overthink, right? Take that for what it is. But he said that has to do with your liver function. So um, you could take magnesium before you go to bed and you cannot over medicate on magnesium because it will just make you have like more diarrhea or stuff like that. But it helps to balance your, everything in your body that also connects to your liver. And that's part of the reason, like if you look at any sleep stuff, like the, the sleeping pill that I tell you guys I take, it has a melatonin, chamomile, magnesium, valerian, L-theanine, 5-HCP, and GABA. But... Um, so he was saying that. And so one of the women was like, oh, okay. So she mentioned that she has like premenopause and he said, this is what he said. And this is why I wanted to kind of allude it back to how we need to stay. Part of being feminine is being fluid, being able to like bend and mold and have her prerogative and change our mind if, and when we want to, you know, um, and not be pigeon, pigeonholed down or stuff like that. But he said the, the the reason you have premenopause symptoms is because your body has less fluid. So it's important to stay fluid, right? It's important to um keep yourself hydrated, stay and and um even when you think about like the form of women, we're supposed to be like uh kind of like a energy that's kind of like wavy and can kind of be flexible and moldable and shapeable and like water, right? When you think about like even the water signs, right? Those um, Pisces, Scorpio, and Cancer are some of the most, they can be some of the most fickle signs because we can get cold, ice cold, we can melt, we can be snow, we can come in a thunderstorm, hurricane, tsunami, you know what I'm saying? We can boil, we can get ice cold, you know, just all these different things. And so we need to be able to adapt, right? 
the way you're going to make it, especially Age of Aquarius, is being able to adapt that and ask questions. And I think like even I was talking about the cell phone, how I think that it, there's an element of femininity in it because most men want to stay stuck in the way that they're used to doing things. Women, we condition women and sometimes women do it too. We tell women, don't ask questions. Don't. The way that you know when you're talking to somebody, if they fully understood what you said is you ask them to repeat stuff back to you and or you ask them to ask you questions and it kind of reflects a little bit on the teacher too, but it's not even so much about the teacher as much as, you know, if you really want to teach somebody something and they ask you something, it's not for you to get pissed off that they didn't understand what you said or they don't have the level of understanding that you have. It's to let you know, oh, okay, the, she asks about this. I see where I need to fill in the gap. How do I get her from here to there? And sometimes you're going to notice that if students start to have the same question, it's going to let you know that A, you need to change your presentation style so that you're addressing that common concern. Or um, it kind of gives you a little bit more insight what they're seeing on their end, right? I talked about how I see things through the eyes of a of a center you know, as a, as a person who used to play center in basketball, right? Some people are more point guards. So um, another thing I really want to celebrate too is I love how confident I am about myself. You're not going to push me off my square. So it's even the more I, I'm unapologetic about myself, the better it is. So I'm not going to apologize for the experiences that I've had or the reason I have certain perspectives, right? And so that means that you're not being opened up to um, being gaslit as much. Did I, is there anything else I wanted to kind of address? Um, I was talking a little bit about the phone. So like with the age of Aquarius, in age of Aquarius is very much about innovation. And we suppress, we tell women to suppress their curiosity, right? We say things like curiosity killed the cat. So, then women end up second guessing themselves. But you're not going to get an iPhone type of innovation unless you ask, how can I make this flip phone better? How can I put more stuff in it? The only way you're going to get there is if you keep asking, how can I make it better? How can I streamline it? How can I make it, you know, like I said, like better. So if you, you <laughs> imagine you're at iPhone place or whatever and like I don't know it's been I, listen how long it's been that they made an iPhone if if it's male dominated and we're under the conditioning that we have been under age of Pisces you would have these people showing up to the meeting and you'd be like I know you guys work here at iPhone place but we're gonna keep doing the same ish over and over and over and over we're gonna keep giving you model a model a model a and don't ask any questions and don't, you know, look at it from your perspective. But the way that we got the iPhone is people started to ask questions. And Steve Jobs in- encouraged questions and he knew that he had the tools to make things come about, right? So somebody raised their hand and say, well, raise hand. I don't like that. I have to flip my phone. Oh, okay, well, what what if we make it something flat in, you know, that you can put in your pocket? All right, cool, cool, cool. And then it's like, 
Somebody else raises their hand and they're like, well, I'm tired of having to go to the computer lab to get access to the internet and having to wait for dial-up. And sometimes I'm in a meeting and I need to pull something up that I had on my computer. And it's like, okay, well, how do we make internet? And somebody raises their hand and say, you know what? I want to be able to count my steps when I go for walks. I want to be able to monitor my heart rate. I want to be able to have an app that lets me keep notepads. I want to have an app that allows me to check out the moon calendar. I want to be able to download my stocks and my trades on that one. Can you do that for, for me too? I want to be able to listen to music when I, you know, I, let's get rid of the old cassette player and MP3 player and CD player in your car. Oh, um... How do we end up with wireless headphones? Well, yeah, we don't want it to get, keep getting tangled. Okay, well, what if we make it wireless? That's feminine energy. Asking questions. Now, can you imagine if Steve Jobs was like, oh, that's dumb. That's dumb. Everybody knows that your earbuds are supposed to be connected to the thing so that you don't lose it. That's just dumb. Oh, well, then, okay, well, then it's dumb then. Stay your archaic ass over there. And I feel like we do need to be able to deal with the questions that people ask us. And I feel like it does make us more well-rounded and it allows you to advance further. You know what I'm saying? And so here's what's going to happen. Sometimes it's like, for example, an XY does ask a question and it does feel remedial. It can show that they're remedial. But if, it, if they're willing to ask the question and learn, then, you know, you can give them the answer. But yeah, when when people you know, ask dumb questions, it does show their level. The learning opportunity is there. And sometimes I think even, but again, I'm talking to somebody that, um, I, um, both of my parents are teachers. Both of my parents are teachers. So there's certain elements of how I understand about teaching. And so, um, sometimes when, when, when students raise their hands, one, they're they're brave enough to ask what no one else is willing to ask, and I know because I stay in these um in these things, and I've learned it. Like people don't like pushback; it is what it is. So I just stay there, like thinking in my mind, and I disagree, and I see where the flaw is. But they they're like, "Don't you come on my internet and try to tell me blah blah blah." blah. So I'm like, "Okay." well then let me go to another echo chamber where there's people who kind of think like me blah 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 but when uh so there's other people who just don't have the courage to ask it and the the, the messed up part is you think that everybody's on par when if that one person has a question it's probable that other people probably have the same question too but you want to be so confident in your knowledge that you're not willing to fill in the gaps which is a part of being a teacher and then the other thing, too, is it's not always about that one student answering the question for that one student as much as it helps the whole class. Because I've talked about this, too. I watch how, especially when it comes to these money-making platforms, there have been two instances where I saw where people asked what was considered to be dumb questions. And I looked at how in both instances, one was a, a man and one was a woman, and the woman, she could have just ignored the question. She could have guffawed. That is a word. Google it. G-U-F-F-A-W-E-D. She could have guffawed or something, you know, and, and just or made a, a snide remark about it or told them you're so dumb. But she actually took that opportunity to say this is broke it down. And so, yeah, that guy got his answer. But guess what? It helped me. 
that question is going to help me and so many other people for the rest of our lives for generations to come, right? The other instance um, was with the Google ads, right? Somebody was asking about the breakdown of how, you know, the, the, the campaigns are funded and, and what it means for investors. And it was nice to see how the, the main person was able to address the question. And it didn't come down to ego. You understand that if he has that question, he's using critical thinking skills, Okay. And um, so there's that part of it. Another thing I wanted to kind of talk about as I'm waiting for my food, y'all, I promise you, as soon as that thing shows up on my surveillance camera that they have delivered my food, baby, I'm out of here. You're just going to hear bloop and I'm gone because I'm hungry. I had a hell of a good workout. Um, I'm really happy with my results and my body is, you know, getting back into remembering what it was like when I'm at my optimum, you know. And that's an ongoing, beautiful process. I just love the whole idea of everything it takes to stay in shape and fitness. <laughs> but um, but um, the other thing I wanted to observe, too, is it's kind of funny because and some of it could be my personality. But when this uh, content creator was on the these guys platforms on the fat and the fading ball spot dude guys um podcast thing or whatever their their youtube channel i know these women are they don't really know how to strategize they forget that they're the queen on the board on the chessboard and they don't understand how to play like games like we talk use the analogy how to play to win so here's the funny thing I was in there like maybe 10, 15 minutes before they, you know, everything went live. But I stayed in the cut. I stayed quiet. I wasn't going to expose myself, right? Because I figured if we laid low until they got in, then you can make your comments when when more people are there, when you have more visibility and catch them on their ones and, you know, catch them off their ones and twos. But the women there were kind of like, I'm here, I'm here, I'm representing her, I'm representing her, and then start throwing zingers. So, of course, what do you think they're going to do? Of course, they're going to black block your ass. I would, too. You never show your hand. Never. you got to know how to have a poker face. And that is a really fun place to be for a woman. Like, I, I couldn't tell you how many times I've had conversations with men. And they will be talking to me as if I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, and I'll let them have it. <laughs> I will let them have it. I'll let them think they're just the smartest thing, smartest person since sliced bread. You know, unless it comes to where now you're the person that's handling my money or um, it comes to me making a decision. But, you you know, so I I, I was kind of disappointed with that because it's kind of like, you know, you already tried to get into their other space. You already saw them blocking and deleting people. Why would you go and expose yourself to be a target? It would have been way cooler if all of us had just stayed in the cut, wait in the shadows, wait until she's live like five, ten minutes in, and then now you can put stuff up and then now they're kind of trying to figure out, you know, what they have to do and whatever, whatnot, what happened. Hey, that's the way that I think. And it's a very scorpionic energy. Scorpionic energy, like I said, we will lay in the cut. We will just wait. We'll wait, just wait for your ass. Like... <laughs> I'm not gonna make the the quickest move, you know what I'm saying? And I low key kind of learned that some of that from my 
Hey! <laughs> Bruno! What's up? You chilling? He's getting himself into trouble. Yeah, I saw you. <laughs> my little my little dog, he was doing some... Yeah, I know I'm talking about you. I know I'm talking about you. You already got a treat. What you tripping for? Don't do that. <laughs> He's so funny. He wants a treat. You want another treat, huh? Yeah, all right. I'm going to go get that for him. Um, But, um, yeah, don't be so quick to show your hand. Like, you don't have to... There's one of the other themes that we have is when are you going to be the smartest person in the room? When do you let the other people know that you're the smartest one in the room? You know, um, and so on and so forth. Just because you're smart in certain scenarios doesn't mean you have to show everything that you know, right? Especially like if there's going to be resistance, you know what I'm saying? And I, that was just, I was like, man, so I stayed in the cut. I just laid low. But by the time they came in and started exposing themselves, it's just easy to just go and start blocking all the people who exposed themselves as being there to support her when they could have said whatever they needed to when there were way more people in the room when it was live. And then at that point, everybody would have seen when they switched it over and then it kind of, you could see that they're trying to suppress certain people, but you done exposed yourself and showed everybody, you know, showed the moderators who you are, knowing damn well that they had done it before. They already showed you their ass. At this point, they're showing you their dingleberries, but you did that to yourself. Like if it's the first time they did it, you know, and or you see them deleting other people's comments, like why would you put yourself out there for them to block you? I used to be a moderator, so I don't know, maybe that's part of it too. Like I just think about I listen I, I did a podcast on Fading Bald Spot and Fat Guy, right? I did a podcast on them and it, it has a Trojan horse on there. And if sometimes you can learn from them too. With the whole Trojan horse thing, um, I go into detail on that podcast. But the whole thing about the Trojan horse... If if we had to take that same scenario of us doing the tra- Trojan horse where we're invading a, a, a um, fort- fortified city, bruh, we would have been, been done lost because a lot of the women would have been like out in the field, like right outside the, the um, so it's a gated city and you know, they use the, they, what they just had to do is put some men into a Trojan horse and then close it and give it away as a gift. Well, how dumb would it be for the people inside the Trojan horse to be like, we're in here, we're going to tear your, we're going to tag that ass as soon as we get in there. Um, Yeah, they would have heard you in the Trojan horse and they would have set that ish on fire. And that's what a lot of us are doing. It's like, if you're going to do a Trojan horse, you got to know how to be surreptitious. Surreptitious, like that's a sexy word. Like that's a, a, a feminine word. You got to learn how to be surreptitious. Keep your ass quiet until you get in, wait until they fall asleep, and then do what it do. And then you tag their ass. I'm not saying don't tag their ass. I'm saying there's a way to do it. Like, you got to learn how to... And, and listen, I when I tell you, I, the more... <laughs> That's why I love being a mature woman because then now I can play. It becomes very much cat and mouse. Very much cat and mouse. Because you don't know what it's like to play with your food before you, before you eat it. Like... You don't know what that is. Ah, oh, man. So, um, but there was another thing I wanted to mention too. Oh, I, you know what? This is a good time to talk about the Judith. There's a story. 
Um, I, I think it's from the Apocrypha, but a lot of the Hebrew Israelites like to to refer to this type of Bible. But there's a chapter in there about Judith, and that was the one I was telling you that she was a very beautiful woman. And that's why I, I try to celebrate beauty too. I think there's nothing more powerful than a beautiful, smart woman. Um, I believe that with every ounce of my being. And um, I enjoy the process of becoming that um, more and more every day. But, and so what happened is her, her, um, her tribe was about to be invaded and all the men were freaking out. They were tensing up and you know, when you tense, you break, but with a woman, you have to be able to be fluid, navigate, ask questions, have foresight, use creativity and nothing more powerful than a woman that understands she has brains and beauty, right? And so she was like, she was like, F it. These boys are too scared. You know, they're cracking under the pressure. One thing I know about human behavior, that's why I understand emotional intelligence is so important. Understanding human behavior is so important. She's like, one thing I know about men is they, they're even back then, it's all about sex drive for them. So she understood that even though they're at war, if it's one thing, if it's one thing for sure, two things for certain, he got to get his dicks up, right? So, um, if, so she went and she got her best attire, her best bracelets, her best earrings. She put together her meals and she, she and her maidens, she had, you know, she had her assistants go with her. Um, and so they went out. And so when the, when the guys saw her, of course, they're out to war, they're away from their wives, away from their women, haven't seen a woman in a long time. That's what I'm saying. Like, leave these guys dry AF. Before you call me a three, four, seven, eight, nine, anything less than a 10, I'll let you dry. I'll let you die dry. Like, how, how about those apples? Before you rate a girl a two, three, and four, how about you just don't even see women, period? <laughs> how about that? How you like them apples? But, um, so they hadn't seen a woman in a long time. And it's like, at that point, She's not, this is another thing too. Like some of y'all would have been out there, gone out there and been like, well, I'm going to beat these mofos up. And y'all would have went out there suited and booted with your capes on with all your medallions and stuff like that. And like trying to go to battle. Feminine or not, they would have, they would have, they would have um taken you out. But no, she went out there in her dress, in her bracelets, her hair done, smelling good. Right. It talks about like her, like the, the frankincense stuff or whatever she took with her so just everything all appealing so it's like okay well it's a girl it's you know end of the day you gotta respect it's a woman like let's be gentle and delicate with her so when the general sergeant guy saw her he goes into alpha male mode like well I'm the leader here. Y'all are peons, so her ass is mine. So she's like, okay, all right. And he's like, um, so he tried to entice her several times, and he actually tried to get her drunk. Remember, I talked a little bit about how, uh, take it or leave it, like the number one alcoholic beverage or one number one drug of choice for predators is alcohol all day, every day. It trumps cocaine, you know, crack, PCP ecstasy because it, it lowers your inhibition. It's easily accessible. And that, that's just my opinion. I, I feel like there's a time and place for it. I st I'm still going to drink my champagne at very important 
events and just make sure I don't make have decisions within two to three days after that, right? But one of the things that he did is he tried to get her drunk, but she already knew what time it was. What time is it game time? What? Okay, so she, um, I think she had like her, like her, her own, um, like her own flask or something. And she also tried to make it seem like she was drinking, like tossing it back, but she really wasn't. And she allowed him to get so inebriated to the point that he passed out and she was able to cut his head off. I know it's a little graphic, a little, I'm sorry, I probably should give you a PG-13 thing. I'll try to remember to put it in the description. She lopped his head off, off, right? So her delicate, feminine, in a dress, beautiful, um, manicured fingers, her and her assistants seesawed his, his head off, this big, muscular dude that's supposed to be the head of the army. And this, this was like buck breaking 101. Once you take down the big guy, the rest of them are all chumps. And it's so funny because it goes and again speaks to, I've been talking about how with men, they're very sheeple groupthink followers. So if you take down Tristan Tate, you know, this is, this is, um, even when you look at it in a patriarch, patriarchal sense, the, the head guys were like, oh, Andrew Tate thinks he's something and he has all these followers. You, t- you cut off that head. Everybody else is going to be like mortified. Like, oh my gosh, if they took out Andrew Tate and he's our leader, like, Take me to your leader, who, where, what, where. So same thing with Kevin Samuels. That was on a whole other divine, divine mother was like, yep, nope, your time is done. Uninstall, delete, you know. And so whoever else wants to get that smoke from the divine mother, like <laughs> do what you, if you want to keep running that rhetoric, then do what you want. But um, that that's like buck breaking 101. So she... Again, she puts her his head in her bag and she's able to sneak back into her um into her into her where her tribe lives. And so sure enough, the the men that you know, they're wondering like, "Okay, it's time to get to war. Like, what are you doing in there? How come you haven't come out yet?" And finally somebody went in to check on him, and when they saw him with his head lopped off, they do what typical men's do. They they got buck broken. So it's kind of like, oh, shit, if they did that to our, our army sergeant, then we don't even stand a, a, a chance, yo. So they went into complete panic mode. And by that time, Judith had already gone to the tribe and told them like, hey, um, this is pandemonium. I have the guy's head right here and stuff. And they're like, oh, snap. So they went in there and, of course, the... The guy that had his head lopped off, his tribe was in, like, in in chaos. And so then the other team was able to um, attack. But even with the head, like, some of y'all, like, you don't even think things through all the way. You would have been, like, going up to the tribe and be like, I got his head. I got his head. No, that's dumb. Don't do that. Wait until you get to the tribe and let the men do what they need to do. But we're not really thinking strategically. And I think it's, we, we... Lucky for you, because in the days of survival, where your life really depended on it, you got to be strategic. You got to, you know, learn to be coy. Learn to, if they move the goalpost, move it like your life depends on it, too. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, those are my thoughts, y'all. And they are taking a little bit longer to get my food here today because, um, 
what well, yeah it's the weekend and um they usually tend to be busy on the weekends and i did put um i have them delivering it directly to me so you just pay like 2.99 for them to bring it directly because sometimes if you don't put that they will try to take on more orders and then your food gets to you cold and um and obviously if you're ordering when you're hungry then you're really super hungry by the time they get to you so um yeah i'm just waiting it should be here like literally any minute now but i just really when i think about i talk about how with my niece i know that she's imprinting right like even when you have little baby ducks when they're born when they hatch they follow them whatever the first thing is that they see they follow that so it could be a cat it could be a dog it could be a human they will follow it like they would you know it's supposed to be the mama duck or the dad duck the pappy duck <laughs> the duck pappy duck mama oh mama duck anyways you know so um and so but children they they look to us to copy behaviors and i really do believe we need positive behaviors because we do have the ratchets out there and we have the boom quiches out there. And we have, you know, even when you think about the the women that went on to Fading Balding Spot and Fat Guys pod, uh, YouTube, they were going there on the premises of what other girls and women had done before them. But they had never had a queen in the sense of like a mature woman go in there and be able to reason and rationalize with them, right? The biggest part, I think one of the most crippling wounds of it was that one of, because there were several points in there. There is, it was low-key like cool to watch in Live in Living Color because that's, that's a game changer. For the rest of throughout history, that's a game changer. It's not about making the biggest moves. It's about making a critical move. It's like one of those things, like when I talk about this was a fatal blow to the manosphere, it didn't have to be this big, super aggressive, like, TKO. You wear them down. She was able to to stay just below the radar long enough without getting, quote-unquote, castled to get into the, into the rumble thing. And then from there, you've already set the momentum. And you're going to affect the critical mass of, like, okay, we can ask this guy stuff. It's okay to question. It's okay to show his flaws and this is how it's demonstrated and how it's done and so um up until that point a lot of us have been boom quisha it and you know because that's all that was out there trying to figure it out amongst ourselves so when you have somebody go in there and set the trend it's like nah this is how you handle these mofos like i wanted to say the n-word so bad <laughs> i said it one time like i think was it like two weeks ago and then there was another time i said it like a month ago Oh, <laughs> but um, I, I have my limits. Okay. So, but um, she was like, no, nah, that's how you talk to them. And the, the it was cool too, because these women, like I said, they second guess themselves. And there's something beautiful about them even having the voice to say the questions, but you kind of, they waited for the validation a little bit, but it's kind of like, no, nah, that's how you handle them. That's how you handle them. And so as I continue to, you know, be with my niece and stuff and set the pace for her, it's like, just show her how to be calm, cool, calm, and collected under pressure, right? How to get my money up, how to run my own estate, get my own dynasty, right? How to be confident. And 
Uh, one of the other podcasts I want to do, but I want to reiterate here too, is like, can you imagine if more women put their daughters on game, how much better the world would be, period? How much better the world would be if, if women put their daughter on game? Because it's even funny, like, um, when that, when, uh, the woman was talking about how, what happens to you, to you physiologically when you have, um, a male fetus and you give birth to a male, they leave their XY, um, genes in the brain and it, you start to understand like neurochemicals and how they affect you. And I talked a little bit about how, um, uh, even like with the bonding, how, Women don't realize that part of the reason you attach to a guy is because our body releases a hormone that makes us want to bond with with men. Um, but with the neurochemical, and it's weird, like once you know that, like you will notice that how boy moms um, are. And one time it almost frightened me um, on a spiritual level because it's kind of like energetically, like I heard it and my my I was flabbergasted okay but I was I reacted in such a way that it caught her off guard and she will not probably ever be able to figure out why she was taken aback from it too because um she she was with a group of women and I didn't hear all the conversation but all I heard her say was oh I'm a boy mom I would never want anything else I don't even want girls at this point and my head spun around and then she kind of caught herself because it was kind of like, yeah, I just said that. But like, why did I say that? But like, and so the rest of the women just kept going about their day. But it was just like, when that gets imprinted into the, like, their neurochemical, it affects the way that they think um, and their brain. Now they become like pro male at the expense of the woman and expense of the daughter and expense of the girls and, and other stuff like that. And so it's like, but at least now I know what I'm dealing with. You know, it kind of explains some of the things. Like, for example, yo, check this out. They better come bring this food before I start <laughs> telling too many things. Okay. I had a female boss that when I tell you, she, she used to drag me to the pits of hell. Like I would, I'm a sensitive soul. I'm hard on the outside, soft on the inside, very scorpionic. Um, energy in terms of just sun, but I know there's more. And then you throw in the Pisces moon, makes me even more emotional, you know, type of thing. And then, but Virgo, strict, regulated, you know, disciplined, principled, blah, blah, blah. So I, she never saw me cry, but I, it would got so bad to where she was just wreaking all kinds of havoc. Um, And so I would cry on a Monday morning, driving to work. I'd be like, oh, dry off the tears in the in the car clock in on time show up do what i do make sure that all my t's are crossed my eyes are dotted you can't you know you're not gonna find me on any mistakes on stuff like <laughs> um type of a thing so it, it just made it difficult for her to put be in a position to fire me and so um but in the meantime i was planning my escape i was looking for other jobs to get out from under her thumb, right? So once that was secured, like I escaped, like there was no other. But here's the thing. She was, she had two boys. So 
you would think that her being a woman and hi oh my food is here and, and that type of thing like she would want to be a part of her would want to be like pro woman pro, pro sisterhood but knowing what i know now it's kind of like nah she had two boys her her way of thinking is now to protect the the males and men in general and or become even more male identified it doesn't help that we live in a world where we want to reward women for being like a pit bull in a skirt or, you know, like I think about even in fashion, we would put shoulder pads in our blazers and dress like men and wear pantsuits and, you know, um, be rewarded for being like aggressive like men in the workplace in order to climb corporate ladder. But the good news is I've mentioned this before too. They they say there's a book that's titled The Athena Code and it celebrates how women will be the wave of the future even when it comes to corporations and how we run things because it allows you to still be, eh, I would say in control, but how to run things um, and to run them so much more smoother and to be, the word that also comes to mind is to be more sustainable. And um, the other word that comes to mind is to have like a womb space that's nurturing, that um, allows to give, you know, growth to other things and to give birth to other things um, and stuff like that. So my food is here. I told you all, as soon as this food come here, I'm going to press my manicured finger on the stop button and all you're going to hear is bloop.